Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I am Sharla. And I'm Heather. And I'm Sarah. And we are here this week um, talking about Disney news. And we have so much news this week, so we thought we would do another news roundup. So thanks for listening. But first, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we're all very mellow here today, It's except that... Our, all of our animals are causing problems in our houses, but <laughs> other than that, we're good. Um, so we're going to talk about news this week, and I want to start with the first thing that is my absolute favorite. There's a new baby. So cute. And not, not, we're not talking about the royal baby. We're I was going to talking... say, are we talking about Prince Harry's baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, we I talk about that seen... too. Yes, I have not seen pictures of Prince Harry's baby, but I have seen pictures of this baby. Oh my gosh. There's a new baby gorilla at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And it is the most adorable thing ever. And it has been um, nursing and basking on its mother's tummy right in front of the windows. So if you've been at Animal Kingdom this week, you should see that. I saw the pictures and I looked at Justin and I go, well, we need a gorilla now because this (laughs) thing is adorable. No. (laughs) Except that it grows up to be a really giant vicious animal. <laughs> I mean, but right now it's adorable. It's really, and really cute. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do we know what his name is? Her name? Her, her name. It's a girl and her name is Grace. Grace. Oh. I love that name. I know. And she oh, it's so cute to see her right by the window. I mean it's like the it's like they knew that people would want to come see her and they're no. just Hanging out right there, so she's and, really I mean, cute. baby gorillas are the definition of ugly cute. Like, yeah. oh, they're they're so they're adorable, so cute. They're so kind of ugly that oh, they're so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's that's the most exciting news I think. There's a lot. Of good news. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is anything more exciting than a baby animal. So yeah. So um, all right. So the next thing we'll talk about is the new Magic Band options. So Sarah, do you want to take this one? Yeah. So Disney announced that um, starting soon, I love Disney speak, soon, um, there will be, in addition to the usual solid color bands, which everybody that is staying at a Walt Disney World Resort gets to choose from, those are free and will remain free. But if you'd like, you can now upgrade to new sort of much fancier magic bands and they're super cute and there's tons of different characters and there's so many options um and they're discounted though so there is an additional charge for these um but guests who are staying at a Walt Disney World Resort will basically get the cost of the solid magic band discounted from the cost of the upgraded magic band so you'll get $14.99 off the price of the upgraded magic band so you're still getting essentially getting the solid color one for free. Just they apply that cost towards the the upgraded one. Um, And there's tons of them. I mean, tons and tons. And there's like 40 something or 50 something new designs or something with all kinds of characters. And they've got Dory and Tinkerbell and Olaf and Star Wars and Donald Duck and you name it. There's something for everybody. So I think they're super cute. And they will still be um, shipped to your home provided that you live in the U.S. So they're still not shipping international magic bands. Yeah, I think this is a really cool idea because people have been asking for this for years. And mm-hmm. to be honest, starting at like $20 and for an upgraded Magic Band is a little much. But hey, for, you know, $5, $6, if I can get one, even you know, better. I think 
This is one of those things where as soon as Disney announced Magic Bands, an entire cottage industry sprung up around customizing the Magic Bands. So there's all kinds of accessories that you can purchase for Magic Bands. And, you know, as with everything, eventually Disney decided, hey, wait a second, we could be making that money. Um, And this is definitely not going to put all of those million and two Etsy shops out of out of business because Disney's not offering, you know, all of the customizations that are out there. And oh my gosh, there's so many. If you just go to Disney or go to Etsy and type in magic bands. Yeah. Oh, it's a wormhole. Like be careful, make sure you have time and money before you do that search. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, I, I don't know about you guys, but I used to all the time, like if they released a new Haunted Mansion magic band, any anytime there was like a new cool magic band when the purple magic bands first came out, are you kidding me? I was the first one. Every time I would go on a trip, I'd be right there buying a new magic band. So, I mean, they're not really, there are new designs, but they're really basically just taking what's already there and discounting it for people and get, letting you get it ahead of time as opposed to waiting until you get there, standing in line, purchasing it and getting it set up to your My Disney experience now it's done ahead of time and it's a discount so i think it's great yeah fantastic and if you don't want the the upgrade you don't have to the complimentary plain solid magic bands are still there for you oh and they're still nice i have one on my desk right now I think oh, I I've got one in entire... every color now. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can see it, but if I move, there's like a tree behind me. Oh with yeah, <laughs> she has like what people would normally put like necklaces or bracelets, bracelets on. and things. It's yeah, all magic bands. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan well, made it for me. Yeah, <laughs> I have several in my car because you never know. I mean, I'm only a few hours away. I can just That's get true. in the car and go. And for the moment, I find them in my purses all the time. Yeah. Like I'll, yeah. I'll take like if I'll grab like one like a Dooney and Burke bag or something that I haven't used in a while, yeah. and I'll go through it. Inevitably, there's a magic band in it. It's oh, so funny. Must have been on vacation with me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on. Let's move over to Disney's Hollywood Studios because there's quite a bit of news there, starting with. A brand new 30th anniversary logo. So if you haven't seen that, it's, I don't know. Everybody was all excited about it. But I, <laughs> logo. you Boring. know what? I don't like it. I don't that. either. This is what they came up with, Disney. This, this is the best you got. It's yeah. boring. Yeah. It's boring. But, and, and it doesn't, to me, it doesn't say Hollywood. It just says Disney. Like, yeah. Hollywood to me is much bigger than just Disney, but again, we've taken all of the Hollywood pretty much out of Hollywood Studios. Yeah, exactly. There is no and Hollywood. They might as well just call it Disney Studios. I don't know why the yeah. Hollywood's even in there anymore. And if they're going to change the name in a couple of years, like they keep the rumors keep circulating, you know, why come up with a new logo? I mean, now <laughs> Disney and they like to waste time and money on frivolous things. But I mean, it, not only is it boring, it's basically just showing this is all we care about. This is all we have in this park now. This is the only reason you're here. Toy Story and Star Wars. The end. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So speaking Next. of um, speaking of Star Wars, let's talk about what's going to happen in the fall with, when Star Wars Land opens. Extra, extra magic hours. Yeah. That's creative too, guys. This is like the biggest creative company on the planet. And this is what we (laughs) came up to call it. But okay, fine. (laughs) Whatever. All right. So Heather, tell us what it is. Um, (laughs) Basically, it's extra magic hours at Disney's Hollywood. Well, they're going to be at every park except Epcot. But Hollywood Studios is kind of taking it to the extreme where the park is opening at 6 a.m. every day for Disney Resort guests so you can get into Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge, which is their way of kind of trying to control the crowds and letting those guests staying on Disney property get in earlier than day guests. Um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like it. 
And I also do, I'm up at 5 a.m. every day anyway. Right. I don't tend to do that on vacation, but maybe the first day of my vacation I will. Why not get up, be there at 6 a.m. Um, and get in and out of Star Wars land before everyone else because really that's the only way I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've um, never been so excited to be an early riser in my life. I know. <laughs> but um, I, they also, now I don't, I forget when they start at Animal Kingdom, but Animal Kingdom is having them early for Pandora. Um, and then They're, I know the Magic Kingdom is having them as well. Yeah, it's all September 1st through November 2nd. So. I guess Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom start on August 29th. Um, okay. Hollywood Studios is opening early on August 29th and August 30th. But for no. everybody, not just for Walt Disney World Resort guests. That's yeah. just for everybody. Now, are Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom going to start at 6 a.m.? As- 7 a.m. Oh, 7 a.m. That's what I thought. I knew it was a, a little bit later. Yeah. So um, Hollywood Studios is going to be 6 to 9 a.m. And then Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom will be 7 to 8 a.m. So just one hour at Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom, but three hours at Hollywood Studios. And then Epcot is not getting extra, extra magic hours, but they are still going to have extra magic hours. So, you know, one day a week or two days a week, they'll open an hour early for Mm -hmm. guests. Wow. It's going to be, I'm glad that it's kind of an everyday thing because it's going to be hard to keep up with. (laughs) Because, you know, as it is, it's hard to say, you know, like Magic Kingdom has extra magic hours on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, or whatever days it is, you know, so... I'm glad that it's an everyday thing. So hopefully it works out for a lot of a lot of people because I mean, who wants to get up at besides you you two? Who wants to get up <laughs> at five in the morning to go? So Well, I'm gonna be mad if I get up at five in the morning to be there at six AM and it's still a four hour wait to get on whatever ride. That's mm-hmm. not worth it. So hopefully, you know, by having it so early and for three hours, it really spreads it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And then, um, so there's a new, also in um, Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios, there's a new restaurant coming. So I'll let Sarah, you can take this one. Um, So yes, literally, I don't think it was even an hour after we finished the podcast last week when they announced (laughs) uh, a new table service restaurant that is coming to Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, It is a rodeo roundup barbecue restaurant. Um, we don't have a lot of details about it, um, we, such as an opening date. <laughs> um, it's not replacing the current counter service. So those of you who love Woody's Lunchbox, fear not. It's not going anywhere. Um, but it is supposed to be uh, – so again, it's, you know, guests are transformed to the size of a toy. Um, and then uh, there's basically a new play area that's been set up. So Andy is, you know, playing rodeo with his toys. Um And it's definitely kind of a Western theme, that whole sort of rodeo thing. We don't really have much detail on whether this is going to be like family service or a buffet, if it's a character meal. We just don't know. This is all we know. We know where it's going and we know that it's opening at some point in the future. We know (laughs) it's barbecue themed sit down. So at least, you know, it's going to require reservations, but we, we literally know nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't care for barbecue, so I'm not excited about this in the least. I'm with you. Uh-huh. Me either. Me yeah. either. But, but this, this land really needs a sit-down restaurant. Um, Agreed. I think. Well, I so, think Hollywood Studios in general in really general. needs more. They have like three, and one of them is a signature restaurant. So yeah. the amount of people that Galaxy's Edge is bringing in and Toy Story Land, they need more options for people. Yeah. So I think this is a, a pretty good pretty good idea. Um Maybe they'll have things that are other than barbecue 
as well. So we'll see. To be determined, and we will let you guys know when we hear anything. It'll be an hour after we. It'll be an hour after we. So let's stick with well Disney World and talk about Chico and the Lion King. And they have there's a new um, Lion King ex- dining experience coming to Chico. So who wants to take this Me. one? because i don't know how i feel about this i am a massive chico fan it's probably one of my top two restaurants at walt disney world um so i don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing or not but we'll see so because you know disney's doing all their live action films and lion king is coming out Jiko, which normally focused on um, african and indian foods anyway they are doing a limited time uh, pre-fee menu themed to the Lion King. So it's a three-course menu. It starts June 30th, um, and it says it's limited time. It doesn't say how long it's going to be going. This is not replacing the Jico menu, the, you know, the original menu. It's in addition to it, um, and there are three courses, and each course is themed to different aspects of the Lion King, um, or I guess they're calling it the circle of life. So, you know, your appetizer starts somehow themed to baby Simba, and then your entree is as he's like, um, you know, he's run away, and now he's trying to find himself, and your dessert is Hakuna Matata, which, ce- I'm reading this word for word, celebrates the balance as Simba grows up and learns what is truly needed to successfully lead the Pride Lands. I don't know if you can get all of that from a dessert, but that's what Disney <laughs> is hoping. Um, and there are two levels of wine pairings at an additional cost. So you can choose not to have a wine pairing or you can have a smaller one or a bigger one. Um, in addition to all of the food, and this is why I'm kind of, I mean, this is, is it in a separate room is it in the middle of the restaurant so i don't I've know i've been told that this is in replace of the regular menu during this limited time because i'm what I was told right now by it, says it's, it says it's in addition to the regular menu i'm hoping um, that's true because if i'm just trying to have a regular meal i don't know whether i necessarily want to hear the music and see the film and do the whole you know well it, this limited time pre-fee menu will be available during the dinner period at Jico, the cooking place starting june 30th in addition to Jico's regular menu okay phew all right um i should say that it is the cost is 65 dollars per person tax and gratuity are not included so that's additional the wine pairings are additional but i think what my quote-unquote problem is with this is that in addition to the menu as your dinner progresses there are wandering musicians that come and play um different african melodies and live performances of the movie soundtrack which are great but that kind of takes away from the ambiance of Chico the restaurant so like if you're going to order this this menu are you sat in a separate room or is just everybody's getting the music I don't know it's weird to me yeah, yeah. I mean I like the idea in theory but Chico is an interesting place for it I mean I guess it makes sense but it seems like it would fit in better at Boma that's what I already think. a buffet I think they should have done it at Boma mm-hmm. yeah but I think it's more they're trying to make it more upscale it's three courses pre-fee blah blah that's great that's fine I don't really have a problem with the food although I'm looking at it it's 
I wouldn't eat much on it, and mm -hmm. I love the food at Jico, but there it's very seafood focused, and there's a lot, just a lot of things that I personally wouldn't eat. <laughs> seafood in Africa, though. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at some squids and some baby octopuses, a lot of clams and mussels yeah, right now. There is yeah, a steak, lo lobster. There is a steak, but yeah, lobster, squid, mussels. But I, yeah. I don't really think of seafood when I think of the Lion King. So. I mean, I love seafood, but I mean, they can't serve you lion. Well, no, but I don't want <laughs> I don't want to eat lion. <laughs> when I was when I was in Africa, though, we ate sheep and goat and things like that. Now, that probably wouldn't translate well here, but that's the type of things that they eat over there. So, um, I don't know. That's anyway, if okay. anybody does this, let us know. I mean, it's it, hopefully it says it's not replacing the regular menu. So as long as my uh, my fillet is still there. I'm a happy girl. Yeah. All right. And then, so since we're talking about changes to existing restaurants, um, let's talk about Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, a new signature package is coming. So, Sarah, do you want to take this one? Uh, sure. Yes. Um, I don't remember what the dates of it are, but I believe it's $1.99 per person. This is an add-on mm -hmm. um, to Cinderella's Royal Table at $1.99 per person, and it includes your meal at Cinderella's Royal Table. It includes um, the champagne flutes. I think you get two of the champagne flutes, right? Yeah. Uh, I believe there's a there's a champagne toast that you get with it, that you get with the meal, as well as the... Uh, dessert party afterwards and reserved viewing for the fireworks so yeah and we were talking about this when this came out that we don't think that this is a terrible price assuming that it actually includes the meal as well which yeah. we think it does yeah it seems um to. yeah so I, I you know i don't think it's it's too bad um but for all you get you know especially with the um fireworks viewing and the and the champagne and all of that and you get to keep the glass the champagne glasses it looks like mm -hmm. um, yeah I think it's cute I mean if you add it all up separately like if you added your meal at Cinderella's royal table plus the cost of the happily ever fireworks you're pretty much almost at the cost of this package already so you know right. combining them together and getting reserved fireworks viewing I think you know sounds like a pretty good deal yeah. how good is the view from the the rose garden because, I mean, if it's very heavy on the, the projections, can you see a lot of the projections when you're down and off to the side like that? Well, this says um, you see it at the Tomorrowland Terrace. Oh, so, okay. Um, and the reservations are available today. I do not see a date when it opens yet, though. Yeah. Uh, starting today, May 2nd, you can reserve. I think it starts right away. Yeah, sounds like it. And the cost of this experience is 199 plus tax for adults, oh, plus tax and gratuity for adults, and 169 for children. So that's ages three to nine. So, I mean, I think this is a, a pretty cool idea. Can I say a secret? Sure. I've never, I have never eaten at Cinderella's royal table ever. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just, I go, yeah. I go to the Magic Kingdom and all I want to do is eat at Liberty Tree Tavern. Well, yeah, me too. I, yeah, it, I it's like not, it. it's honestly not my favorite. Um, no, me either. Yeah. For, for, for meals or princess meals in general. I mean, I've done even, it a few times, but. Even when favorite. I've gone with my nieces, they could care less about meeting the princesses. They want to go meet Mickey and whoever. So I, we've just never done it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it's the best um, character meal. I think mm -hmm. if you want to meet Princesses, Akershus is a better one. Or um, 1900 Park Fair is a better one for some of the characters. But it's it's fun to eat inside the castle. But 
you know, <laughs> when Sarah and I were talking about this and when I was there on my honeymoon, we were given, we ate there and we were given champagne glasses and I still have them, but we couldn't drink champagne in them at the time because there was no alcohol. There was no alcohol. Yeah. We have the exact um, same flutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's funny, but the, the flutes have not changed in 15 years. They, according to the photos we've seen, they look exactly the same. Tw over 20 years. I've been married almost 22 years. Yeah. <laughs> and they're the same flute. So, yeah. So, um, it's anyway, a lot of those and are probably yeah. working their way through the stock. Well, I wonder how many they gave away because they don't give them, you know, serve them at the restaurants because, or, you know, up until recently there was no alcohol there. Does so. anybody but me feel like they came across like a giant box of the champagne flutes and were like, oh my <laughs> gosh, we forgot we had, <laughs> what are we going to do with these? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But they're really cute and we usually use them on our anniversary. Um, oh. so yeah, it's sweet. Um, which is our anniversary is coming up soon. I should dig them out. Um, all right. So let's move over to Disneyland. I think we're pretty much done with Walt Disney World news. So let's move over to Disneyland. And Heather, you have some exciting news about what you wanted to open. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anybody else in the world is excited about this, but me. <laughs> Black Tap finally opened at Downtown Disney. Um, and if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about it. Like, it, is it open? It's it, we did, it, it finally opened about two days ago. Um, and I'm so excited. I almost jumped in the car yesterday and drove myself down there. Um, but I was like, no, I will be good. I'm going home and I can go to the original one <laughs> in less than a month. Um, but basically, again, it's all burgers, craft burgers. Um, they originated in New York. But what's cool about the Anaheim location is that they it is the only black tap location because there's about five or six across New York City. But this is the only one that has the strawberry uh, cheesecake shake. Um, <laughs> it's a strawberry shake, but it comes with one of those giant um, strawberry cheesecake ice cream bars on the top and also a giant chunk of strawberry cheesecake. It looks so good. And it is also the only black tap location with a to go window. So you can get the crazy shakes to go. Um, and that is dangerous for me because I will go eat there walk around the parks and then just get a shake on my way home <laughs> i'm trying um, to imagine how one of those shakes would be to go like how does that even that's why i need to go for research because that was my question too i'm like i what how am i going to get this to go are you going to put the shake in like a, a cup and then the cakes and whatnot on the side i don't know but in case anyone is wondering when you go for the first time you have to get either the cake shake or the bam bam shake that is all what's the bam bam shake you pebbles <laughs> of course makes sense makes sense yeah yes, okay. of course i love it all right and then i guess this is just about our last piece of news um if you oh two, no we have a couple things yep two. two things if you want to go see star wars galaxy's edge at disneyland between opening date of may um 29th or whatever 28th and 21st. june 23rd you're out of luck unless you are staying unless you got your um reservation at one of the disney the three disney hotels or unless you were within that about three hour window or it was really about five hours i guess that they were accepting reservations because they sold out they sold real out fast real fast i mean i guess it's not really news we all knew that was going to happen but yeah 
I think um, the news is that Disney site didn't crash. Yeah. <laughs> it worked like it was supposed to work. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're all sold out. So the only way for you to see Galaxy's Edge in that first month is to be staying at a Disneyland Resort Hotel. So you have to stay at one of the three Disney resorts because those guests are guaranteed a reservation and they do still have a bit of avail- availability. Yep. I'm actually surprised at how much. Yep. Um, I think there's even some still for opening weekend. So if you want to go, that's that's the way to do it. It's the yeah. only way to do it. Yeah. Um, so just just remember, do not go expecting to have somebody cancel and you're going to get in. It's not going to happen. You, if you don't have a reservation, you're not getting in. Yeah. And if you made a reservation and then cancel it, your reservation for Star Wars also gets canceled. Right. So just in case you were thinking you could make a reservation and cancel it and still get into Star Wars. Eh, sorry. Thank you for playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your Star Wars Galaxy's Ed- Edge reservation is tied to your resort reservation. And the second you cancel that, the second Galaxy's Edge goes bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really good point too. Yeah, and Disney is not going to be opening up more reservations for people in case they have a lot of cancellations. It's just, you know, five less people in the land at that time. Yeah, Yeah, and I doubt they'll have cancellations at this point because people who want to go are going. I mean, it's it's opening soon. It's opening in like three weeks. May 31st. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's that's real soon. So I hope – and I don't – I haven't heard if it's in um, previews or soft openings or anything like that. Mm-mm. I don't know that they will do that. I don't think that they're doing annual pass previews. I, I think that they are down to the wire on this and they want to build up that hype and it's opening on May 31st. Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of cool though, you know, cause it, there's a difference in going when there's a, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to go with less people, but there's, there's such energy in going to a land when it's first open versus I've been to a soft opening. I've been in fantasy land on the soft, you know, when they did yep. new fantasy land and um, it just, it was way, it's just so much energy when there's, when there's people in there. So, well, I, um, I also don't think that they can do like a preview or a soft opening or a pass holder preview because everybody here is a pass holder. Um, yeah. and it would just, it would be equally as crowded as it would be on opening day. Um, because don't forget it's a different clientele at those parks. Um, but I'm with you. I went to Pandora. I happened to find myself there on opening day. Like I was in that massive throng of people waiting to get in and, it was a lot of fun, and quite honestly, I waited significantly less for Flight of Passage on opening day than people wait now on a random Saturday. <laughs> I think, I, I'm not kidding, I waited a total 45 minutes on opening wow. morning. So, I mean, it's fun. It's crowded. Nobody knows what they're doing. There are lines everywhere, but it's it's a really cool energy. Yeah. Yeah. And, all right, so our last piece of news is, we're excited, um, Adventures by Disney is opening up their 2020 bookings later this next so next week so it'll open on the 14th i believe for insiders and then uh, the next day for everyone else 16th 16th for everyone else so if you're an insider which just means if you've been on one adventures by disney just one you're an insider and you get that early access and where are they going that's brand new Sarah. <laughs> I'm, so I'm sorry. I was completely obsessed with this as a kid. I wanted to be a paleontologist for the longest time. So they are going to Egypt and I cannot stand it. I want to go so badly. Yeah. One of my biggest regrets in life. And if I had known at the time, but um, when I went to Africa, I got, we got stuck overnight in Cairo due to 
um, issues at the airport in Ethiopia, and I did not go to the pyramids because we just did not know that we, we didn't know that we could. Oh. We, you know, we didn't know we had enough time and all this stuff. There was no internet to speak of back yeah. then to look things up. Um, there was internet, but you know, nothing like what we had. Not now. on your phone. Not on your and phone. Not, no, 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 I didn't even have a phone, yeah. but I don't even think there was one in the hotel. But anyway, yeah. some people from our flight did go and we, I was really bummed when I found that out. So, so this is a great is opportunity to go. The thing about this trip is it's not just a land trip. It's also, it's like part river cruise, oh. part land journey. So there's a Nile river cruise. You get to go snorkeling in the Red Sea. I mean, come on, a VIP tour of the Grand Egyptian Museum and the King Tut collection. And when they say VIP tour, we've talked about this before. Typically, that means that nobody's there but you. So, and can we just talk about the, the Egyptian museum? Like, this just opened. And what I think is the coolest part of that tour is that you are going into their workshop. I forget the exact name the of it. The conservation where, rooms. Yes, the conservation rooms. Only room for adult-only exclusive de departures, but still, yes. You're literally in the room where they are still working on these relics and these mummies. They're, they're not behind glass. They're just there on the table in front of you. That is mind-blowing. I mean, we yeah. were at the Louvre last year and we saw those mummies and we were like as close as we could be, but they were under glass and it was like a little glass coffin and that was insane. But could you imagine if you could just like look down and they're two inches from you? That's crazy. <laughs> love, oh, love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Yes, it's, um, it's, it's very exciting. The, so that was their big announcement that, you know, their 2020 dates. And I'm really happy that they're going back to Egypt because don't forget, you know, seven, eight years ago, they were already going to Egypt. And then there was that little bit of turmoil. And now they've deemed it safe. But they're also, you know, they're going back to Japan again. They've revamped their Montana itinerary. So there's a lot more new things on that, which is one of their most popular itineraries. And also, which is exciting for me, they announced that they're doing more adults only itineraries, yes. um, which is exciting because it's Adventures by Disney. So they're known to be the family tour, guided tour company. But now they realize that they have a lot of adults that want to come to and maybe do more activities that focus on food and wine and whatever. And so, it's going to be a cool year next year for ABD. Yeah, yeah super exciting. Cool. Yeah, so cool. May 14th, if you are an insider, May 16th, if you are not, I would recommend booking those days, especially if you want Japan or Egypt, because they're going to go fast. They're going to yeah. go, go really fast. Really, really, really fast. Really and fast. Be, and I mean, since it's 2020, you know, hopefully you can have your um, vacation time flexible or something like that just be mm -hmm. be as flexible as you can with with which dates you which dates you book because you may just have to book um right away you know whichever one you can so yeah and with adventures by disney in case anybody doesn't know it's a 20 percent deposit um and the deposit is essentially non-refundable you have 14 days from the time you book to 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 cancel but after those 14 days that's it it's that deposit is non-refundable so if right. you're if you're in you're in <laughs> yeah oh. Um, also, I think I for, we forgot to mention it, that they are offering early booking specials. And mm -hmm. this is a big deal for ABD because they don't do this often. But there are certain itineraries and certain departure dates within those itineraries. And I don't, 
it's actually quite a few. It's not just one or two here or there, but it they're offering up to $750 off per person. Um, and then there are other itineraries that are $500 off per person. So that's a big yeah. deal. So if you've been on the fence about these trips, this is a really big discount for ABD. I mean, I don't mean to make it sound like it's going to be inexpensive. It is still an expensive luxury option, but you can now do it with a little bit off the cost of the price. So it, if you've ever been on the fence or you've been curious, this might be the time to do it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that wraps up the news this week. And as we always say, something is going to come up right as we hit publish on this. So if there's anything, we'll bring it to you next week. Um, But thank you so much for listening. We have uh, um, the next few weeks scheduled out already for what we want to talk about. So we'll bring you those um, next, the next uh, for the foreseeable future, at least on Wednesdays. Um, and coming up soon, we're going to record our Patreon Extra, and that is going to be a, our review on Avengers Endgame. So we really appreciate all of you Patreon supporters who, who have been with us. Um, and if you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, you can just go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. And there are different um, perks depending on what level you uh, back us at. So we really appreciate every one of you for doing that. And um, you can also um, visit our blog at DisneyParkPrincess.com or follow us on social medias. Uh, mostly Facebook and Instagram is um, at DizParkPrincess. And we have a, a really nice Pinterest um, page as well. So thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.